2020 has been one of the strangest years to date and I think we can all agree we are in dire need of a bit of festive cheer and fun and campness. I am Christmas obsessed and have a few friends who feel the same. Join us over the next few days as we laugh about the ghosts of Christmas's past, present and future. I hope this podcast keeps you company as you pick up the last of your gifts, finish up work and settle in for some cosy nights at home surrounded by loved ones and miles and miles of tinsel. I'm Brian Dowling and this is Brian's Big Camp Christmas Chats. My next guest has provided the nation with laughs all year round and she's here to give us another few big ones. It's Darren Garrahy. Welcome to episode six of Brian's Big Camp Christmas Chats and today... We're joined by the lovely Darren Garrahy. Darren, how are you? <laughs> Brian. Good morning. Was, you, you like performed that out the window. Because I couldn't it's look fab. at you. I was like, no, I'm going to go that way. <laughs> do you get nervous when you do things? Because I sometimes still get nervous doing this, doing Death Becomes Him or doing anything. Yeah. Do you get nervous in the mornings on the radio or no? Depends on, not so much on the radio. That just feels like we're just doing it. We know what we're doing every half hour. Bulletins, you know, this you kind of just go through. But with stuff like this, with podcasts, yeah. If, if I feel a little bit under underprepared or if I just feel like my brain isn't in full working mode that day, I do kind of go, ooh. Yeah. But uh, no, I mean, look at we're all second pals here. Look, you and I are wearing Christmas jumpers. I mean, my it, mine's only borderline Christmas. I'm kind of brave. <laughs> Your Christmas actually. on top, like me. <laughs> on the bottom, I got like trackies. My, these trackies are so bright. I have a full on Christmas one, but it makes me look three sizes bigger than I am. And I just couldn't do that today. Christmas jumpers do that. It. I plan yeah. on being three sizes bigger <laughs> after Christmas. Look, it happens. It happens. I also have some, some this for us. Oh, you... Devil. Mimosa okay. time. Okay, but- I'm not going to act like it was a surprise. Can, <laughs> we say, can, can we say what happened? Well, yes. Tell the story. You were like, we might have a little tipple. Yes. So I was like, oh my God, like I have a really cute idea. Like, why don't I bring hot chocolates? You bring Baileys. And then we like, cheeky, put them in together and have little Baileys hot chocolates. You were like, in voice notes, you were like, we could do that. Yes, we could do that. Or... <laughs> I could bring some nice champagne. You were like the school bitch who's like, oh, we could go there for a six-year holiday. <laughs> we could just do but... that with hot chocolate or we could have nice champagne. I, I mean, I'll leave it up to you. Let's do my way better idea. Yes. Now, with mimosas, <laughs> yeah. I don't know this and I should being an ex-flight attendant right. of four years. Go on. I did work for Ryanair though. So <laughs> what goes in first? I would the say... The juice or the fizz? I'd say the champers first. Okay, well, let's do that. Let's do a bit of that. Oh my God, oh, the sound. Beautiful. Which champagne is this? This is Long Perrier, darling. If you don't mind. Well, I'm telling you. I thought you would just swing in somewhere and grab a, a tenor, oh. tenor bottle. I've got buckets of this at home and we're thanking. <laughs> this is pulsing through my veins. Here we go. Actually, I think the very first podcast i done ever in my life. Stop. Could have been yours or Sheila Showiga's. My God. I think it wasn't. We recorded with you. Was it January or February when I done that with you? Yeah, it was early 2020. That's the last time I seen you. We hadn't a clue. No. We hadn't a Actually, when you think about clue. it, did we actually have a clue? Not a clue. What was going to happen? Not a clue. Um, oh my God, so, like unreal reaction to your episode. People loved it. What was really good, I think, about sitting down with you was it was about the laughs of your life. Yeah. So I was able to kind of put the grief bit on hold. Yes. And just laugh yeah. for an hour. Yeah. Didn't laugh once though. <laughs> It's the only thing. I mean, we'll do it again. I didn't. Yeah. We'll, now, do you yeah. want a splash or a good dollop? <laughs> we'll we'll do a good dollop. Here Why not? Go. And we have got a glass barrier here, so let's yes. cheers over it. Oh my god, so cute. cheers, darling! Happy Christmas! Cheers, happy Christmas! Welcome to Brian's big camp Christmas chats. Thank you so and much. And well done 
on your sleep out recently. How much did you raise in total? So this morning, so we were kind of like, we, we, we were going to leave the GoFundMe open and just let it roll. But we were like, now nah, we need to have a final number. So a tally. On, yes. Yeah. So on air this morning, we were, our final tally was 118,805 euro. Wow. And that was for SVP Ireland. Yes. yes. What was it like? Were you freezing? We weren't, we had all the gear. Like we, we had all the sleeping bags and uh, like wrapped up within an inch of our lives. So it wasn't actually that cold, uh, but there was no sleeping. Like yeah. you couldn't, you couldn't do it. Um, and like, look, people were slagging us and rightly so being like, oh my God, you must have been so scared on Montrose, like out on the RTE yeah. grounds D4. with the two security men. Yeah. Like, we're but, all um, good. We're all good here. Yeah. I mean, we, we could have done the, go into the, the city, but with COVID and stuff, we were just like, nah, it's too dodgy. Yeah. So, uh, but look, it paid off the amount totally. of money. We never, and I know people say that all the time, it's cliche, but we actually could never have anticipated that much money. Well, let's give a little round of applause for oh, thank you. Grand. Yes. Thank you so much. And you touched on it there with COVID. Tell me, how has 2020 been for you? I think it's been great, really. <laughs> like, what a crock of shit that is. You know what? It's been a crock of shit for everyone, like, on different levels. For me, I do feel very lucky that every day, Monday to Friday, I still have my job to go to. Like, yeah. up at the crack of dawn, gone. Like, that kept me sane. If I if I hadn't been leaving the house, I don't know how I would have coped with that at all. Because I love to be constantly on the go anyway. Um, my boyfriend's the same he loves to be out and about and he's been working from home for the most part so we actually it was so weird the way it, it happened I moved out into an apartment and I was going to just do my like I was going to be in the apartment on my own and after a few months of all was going well he was probably going to move in that was just the way it was looking like you said if all was going yeah. well yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you'd get out clothes every case it wasn't <laughs> oh always the clothes yeah um, so yeah so then COVID happened and he it was the night actually that Leo Varadkar did the big speech and was like we are in lockdown for midnight tonight and he was on the he was over with me and we were having wine and I was like well, you can't leave now. Oh, so. you, that was your plan all along. Yeah. Oops. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you can't drive. <laughs> um, so yeah, so he stayed and has been, we've been living together ever since. So that's wow. nine months now. Pa- you and Paddy together nine months? Well, no, we're together like over a year. But living nine months. Yes. That's, is that, that's pretty quick. That's so you were quick. dating for three months? Uh, a little bit longer. Like, yeah. You know the way, like, these days it's kind of like, mm, were we dating? Were we just doing it? Like, when are we actually official? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, it was over a year. And, uh, Is yeah. he the one? Is he the one? <laughs> Prime. If he listens, this is putting pressure on him to buy a ring. Now that you're living in sin. <laughs> in sin. Look, all is going great. All is going really well. I hear you. Um, <laughs> stop, hear I mean, you. you're making me so awkward. I don't know what Did to say. Did you... Ever have to do your radio show from home? Yes. Right. But only what for, was that like? Uh, didn't like it. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's like you kind of, oh, I don't know. It's just weird that you need to have the stuff around you to and feel like. And were you like, alone doing it together at the same time from different places? Yeah. yeah. So then weird, yeah. as it turned out, so Owen's home equipment was just better than mine was. So they were like, Owen's home equipment. <laughs> like, hello. I love it. But they were like, why don't one of you go into studio and one of you stay at home? So... Owen was the one to stay at home, which I was really glad about because I, I preferred going in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was really strange to do the show not face to face because you know, like the, even the way we were talking now, Listen, like you, hand signals, everything. I've had to do with Kimberly Walsh who obviously couldn't be here because she's in the UK. Yeah. And we've done our episode, you know, online over Zoom. And it's tricky when you're trying to talk to someone yeah. and you think they've stopped and then you talk over them. Oh, it's and so then awkward. there's pauses. Whereas when you're face to face with someone, even yeah. though we have this in know, front of us, we can you can still and body language yeah. and stuff like that. It's yeah, difficult. you just like cues and like yeah, body language. So yeah, we did that for a good six months. Own at home and me in studio. Wow. And then um, yeah, it just got, it got really annoying. And like we kind of started to annoy each other as well because you know like say because we're always like at each other. That's just the relationship we have. Um, 
And usually if we were in studio, like if say he said something on air that kind of just annoyed me, I'd take my headphones off while the song's playing and be like, what was that about? And right, he'd yeah. be like, oh no, I didn't mean it. And I'd be like, no, no, don't say that. You know, yeah. or whatever it might be. But when you're not face to face, like you're not going to put up the bedroom and be like, what did you mean by that? And yeah, he's exactly. like, what? <laughs> I, that, that, cutting over each other. So it kind of, it got to a point where we had to have a bit of a clearing of the air where it was like, okay, listen, yeah. you got to get back in the studio. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep this going. So then luckily the restrictions kind of eased a bit and he was able to come back in and we're two meters apart. So it's been way better. Yeah. But sometimes in life with relationships, it's always good to clear the air. Totally. Park it and move on. Yeah. That's what we should do with 2020. Oh. Park it and move on. I have to. Totally. Yeah. I'm hoping you love Christmas oh. as much as I do. Love it. Have you always loved Christmas? Always. Always, always, always. Love the build up. Now, I am quite a staunch, like, 8th of December is, is time enough. Right. Because you don't want to peak too soon. Oh, okay. But, but you know what? I think when you get older, when you're a kid, obviously, it's Christmas Day and stuff. That's the biz. But when you get older, it's the parties before Christmas that, that are what Christmas is actually all about. So it's yeah. the lead up. Yeah. Seeing your friends. Yeah. Work nights out. Making each, a holy show of yourself. Yeah. Each weekend in December, uh, December, knowing your outfits and where you're going to go and who you're going to meet and catching up with people you haven't seen in ages. So I love, yeah, the month of December. And then I'm not a, I'm not a fan of the like between Christmas Day and New Year's Day. That That's whole, tricky because yeah. you feel like it's four weeks and it's been like two days. <laughs> Yeah. What do I wear? Yeah, what do I eat? Do yeah, I start, I do I start eating healthy? Yeah, no. Am I an alcoholic? I've been drinking every day. <laughs> yeah. 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 What is what is my life, basically? Yeah. Yeah. What's my name? <laughs> yeah, that's the vibe. What was Christmas like growing up for you as, as a wee little girl? Um, do you know what? We were so, so lucky. We were kids kind of during like peak Celtic Tiger. Right. So we kind of got into a mode. We used to do Christmas at home in Dublin. So my parents are both from Clare. Um, so when we were really small, we used to do Christmas in Clare. Then we were older and you know you love like when you're in your you want to wake up and Santa to have come at home. Yeah, so of course. so we kind of did Dublin for a few years and then my dad just kind of got into his head. He was like, why don't we go away for Christmas? You know, a couple of years. So we did like in primary school, secondary school, we did South Africa for Christmas. Two no, years. Can't have it. Get out. <laughs> Get out. Can't. I know. Can't. Well, sure the Celtic, Celtic tiger did that to you. Oh, well, gave you notions. Shame the tiger. I know. And then we did we did New York, I think three years. I, mean, I can accept New York. Yeah, yeah. Because it's cold. Yes. South Africa? Nah. Yeah, we did it twice. What's it like in New York? Christmas Eve, uh, Christmas you, Day. There's no describing it. Right. It is I peak love New York. Christmas vibes. Right. So we, my auntie, so my dad is one of 11. Wow. Uh, yeah. So he's the third youngest. Janie. And so my auntie, who was the eldest, this is a mad story. So she emigrated to New York uh, when she was 17, the day my dad was born. So she was packed up. She was the eldest of all the kids, whatever. My dad's third youngest. My nana was in the hospital, had just had my dad. And my granddad dropped her at the front door of the hospital. She went in, met her baby brother, my dad, yeah. and went to New York. No. Yeah, lived there ever since. Now, she's been back loads of times. Yeah. Um, but they, because of that, like she obviously had loads of other siblings and two more siblings came after my dad. But just because of that, they always had a really nice connection. No, of course. So yeah. she kind of, she'd send parcels home of, you know, clothes and stuff but she'd always have extra bits for my dad like your dad could have took it really personally <laughs> yeah. and been like are you taking the piss the day I'm born that's something I'd throw back in someone's face <laughs> you left yeah I was fresh out the womb yeah and you were like mine <laughs> was I that bad yeah so uh, so yeah they've always had a lovely connection and so we did Christmas with her uh, two or three years which was fab and it's amazing with Father Christmas with Santa he knows where you are he just it's that's the, the magic, magic of Christmas. That is the magic. You got to believe and that is the magic. We said magic at the same time. Take Cheers. <laughs> Jinx. I think I'd actually love to go to New York City for Christmas because for me, 
Christmas morning is about waking up yes. at home. And I think at the older you get, you want to experiment and do stuff, maybe go out Christmas Eve, which yeah. you wouldn't do as a child. Exactly. But yeah, New York, like every corner and the smell of like the popcorn on the corner, you know, like, and Rockefeller Center, we did like ice skate. Oh, it was just, we were so lucky. I can't wait to go back to New York. Yeah. New York was the last place I was. I came me home. Me too. Was it? March. Someone messaged me saying you were in New York. There you go. Yeah. It was like, it was before St. Patrick's. The yeah. week before. Yeah. Yes. And New York was riddled with Corona at that time. Well, and no at one the knew. No one knew. And we didn't get it. How did we get it? We need to drink Let's again. Take a sip to that. <laughs> you need to do it for Christmas now. Next year. As in some year, yeah. I don't know. Would you do even the lead up? Yes, the lead up's great. Yeah. I could do it once. I have to get back no later 21st, 22nd. Right, okay. It has to be home. Yeah, but even like with Arthur, because Arthur's not Irish and he's got his family in the south of France. And everyone goes, oh my God, it's so glamorous, which it is. And I'm like, no, it's France for Christmas. Nap off. Like, like one year he wanted to go somewhere else and like it was snowing and I was like to my friends, but I mean, I'll have to leave. My... They went, are you taking the piss? What is wrong with you? Get on the plane and go. No, I, I, I understand. I don't think I'm I'd a want... Bird. Yeah, but I don't think I'd want to do a European, generally hot country for Christmas. It's just a bit meh. Yeah. I'm sorry now. Yeah. I'm very... She's given Arthur daggers here. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, Arthur. No, I'm but so yeah. Oh, come on. No, you couldn't. At least, see, at least with South Africa, it's like you're way out, like you're gone. Was it hot in South Africa for yeah, Christmas? Yeah, full on nah. summertime. And you're on the beach. Yeah, It's like safari. people that go to Australia. And they're <laughs> Australia. On the, Australia, and they're on the beach, and you're like, no, what's wrong We did with Australia you? as well. No! Yeah! Okay, where haven't you been? Let's, <laughs> let's narrow this shit down. Where? Oh my God, we did skiing in Austria one year. Oh, darling, yes. Such Celtic Tiger vibes. Yeah, but at least it was cold there and there was snow. This is it. Do you find there's pressure around Christmas and maybe your sisters and you know you're an aunt with children do you find there's pressure amongst people to potentially deliver the best Christmas ever yeah. every year huge yeah. huge pressure I think it's and, and you know what the St. Vincent de Paul thing that we did this week has really opened my eyes to that you know we spoke to the the president of St. Vincent de Paul about it and she was like it is literally a case of and this is like all Christmases in the past but more so this Christmas mm -hmm. there are families who are like okay we either pay our heating bill mm. or we have a full Christmas dinner. Yeah. Like they are the decisions, yeah, which tough. is just so sad. Yeah. And it's families that, you know, you, that you, you've no idea. Like I remember once I did a thing for Simmons and DePaul and they were again telling me these kind of stories. And there was one family that like live in a lovely part of Dublin to a Jeep and a car outside the front driveway. They go on ski holidays mm. and still every now and then they would have to be just I think it was something to do with like the husband had control of the money the wife didn't and when he would go away for work she actually would turn to St. Vincent like it was a weird situation right domestic, that's obviously to do a control it was a domestic yeah, yeah, yeah totally situation but the, yeah the pressure is, is, is immense um, and then I think social media adds to that as well it's like who has the most fab display on their table yeah. Who has who has the espresso martinis or who has just regular you know yeah, drinks? And the best baubles, yeah, exactly. and the best tree. This is the thing, and yeah. people again like people to come in and do their trees and yeah, like and it's lovely. And if you can afford it, and if that's what you're about, absolutely yeah. embrace it. Yeah, but there is a huge pressure. Yeah, and and I think and it's definitely a worry. My sister Avian, like her eldest is now she's only two and a half, but even still, she's like I'm getting like I want to make sure that she understands the important not just even at Christmas time, but just like. You know, she said, even we meet, we meet people and they'd say, you look gorgeous, you're fab, you look gorgeous. And she's like, I even that makes me be like, I don't want her to think that that's what's most yes. important. You know what I mean? That's I would, defining her. I would rather them looks. say, and I know I'm kind of straying, but I would rather them say, you know, you, you're so friendly. something else. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, totally. So yeah, there is a lot of exterior stuff around Christmas. And and that, and it's fab. You know, we love the, the New York stuff or, you know, hot chocolates on, not hot chocolates, sorry, uh, bubbles on Grafton Street. Thank you. <laughs> 
No hot chocolate here. <laughs> just alcohol. I think of Christmas, like we're saying about people, you know, getting in and getting everything done. For me, Christmas is about getting in there, breaking an expensive bauble or a cheap bauble, <laughs> glitter going everywhere. Like our nephew, when we done the tree, was going wild. He had too much. We had a chocolate log and he was like eating it. To me, that's what Christmas is. And going, yeah. oh, you, you've got the lights the wrong yes. way. Yes. That's because that's what we had growing up. Totally. So to me, that's what it is. Yeah, and Christmas Eve, my mom being like, where's dad? My mom being like, don't fucking talk to me. I haven't seen your father in four hours. The place is in a tip. I haven't the ham done. I haven't the buttons, buttons peeled, whatever it might be. That's what it is. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, we do the swim in La Hinch whenever we're in Clare. Like, that's the crack. How know? cold is that? Absolute Baltic. torture. Yeah. Like, your feet are in... It's great fun, though. Like, you just it's tradition. It. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me now, it's when the interview takes a more serious, complex turn, some would say. Darren, what does Christmas mean to you? Oh my God. The pressure. Mine. Dun, dun, she got her heartbeat. Dun, dun. I wasn't ready. Dun, dun. Dun, dun. Are you ready now? Ready. Go for it. Christmas. Mm. Christmas to me. <laughs> means. <laughs> Christmas to me is sitting into the car and heading for County Clare. Uh, it means putting on driving home for Christmas and just going down the motorway and having a little cry. I always have a little cry on the way down. And I just have a little reflection on the year that was and go and touch wood every year. I'm like, again, so lucky. Yeah. And obviously there've been different things that have happened each year that might be a bit shit. But for the most part, I've been so lucky. And, you know, whether that's with work, relationships, my family all still being healthy a year on. And it's arriving in the driveway and my mom having the apron on and my sisters being there and my dad in the pub. Yeah. <laughs> Never around. Yeah, gone. When he's needed the most. Yeah. Um, And just going in and the fire on. Like we have, I have to say now, I know I'm biased, but we have the Christmas room in our house in Doolan. It's like this big fireplace. Like there's three couches. It's an extension on the house and there's like really high ceilings with oh, these wooden beams. Love it. It's like a log cabin. It's gonna say ski yes. lodge-esque. It's the kind of place when you're in the room you want it to be lashing rain outside. Yeah, so you get nice and cozy. Yeah. So that is Christmas for me. And then Christmas morning, we do actually do our, our family presents on Christmas Eve. Right, okay. Yeah. So we'll sit around Christmas Eve and have a few drinks and exchange gifts or whatever. And then Christmas Day, my mom will do pigs and blankets with like oh, brown nice. bread. Yeah. So the morning. Yeah. So we head do the swim and then on the way back you're like pigs and blankets. Well you need something comforting. Oh divine. After being in the cold. Yeah. Do you guys put a limit? My sisters and I sometimes put limits on you know for Christmas presents. Yeah. And like some years it's 50 euro. Oh yeah. Then other years it could be 150 euro. Oh yeah. It escalates. Yes it depends on the year. Yeah exactly. And, and My sister's like, like it's 50 euro this year but next year it's 200. <laughs> What's, what happened in the last 12 months that like, I don't know? Like, all right, who's the least broke? Uh, yes, your limit is two hundred. Yes, I think maybe they just tell me that. I don't know what it is. Yeah, some years actually we've done Chris Kindle just for the crack. And, we and, do that, and some, and it's better because you can up the amount and, and just less stress. Yeah. God. Tell me your. You just mentioned there a song driving over Christmas, but tell me your favorite Christmas song. I feel like it's controversial, but I don't care. I'm gonna take a sip just in case. I it think is. I should too before oh. I say it. Oh God. Okay. Go. Wham, last Christmas. Ah, yes. I've had that song actually on repeat recently. So I think 2020 is a year where we need to get into Christmas spirit like never before. Yeah. And also George Michael. Hello, King. See, this is the <laughs> No one's said that song at all yet. You're the only one that has said I'm Wham, so last Christmas. I'm so happy. Yeah. What do you like about that song? I just, well, I love the, as soon as the, dun, 
dun, dun, dun, dun, dun, dun, dun, dun, dun. You feel like you're in the 80s in a ski suit. Yes. That's, um, what are they called? Braces. Braces, yes. You know, the braces. trousers with the braces. Yes. Or like you just feel. Faux and you, fur. Oh, and you just see George Michael and just the lyrics as hair. well. Yeah, the hell. But like she, in the video you go, he's straight. <laughs> that guy believed it. Really? I be- did you not believe it? Mm, no. I believed it. No. And I was like, is she Shirley or Pepsi? Which one of those little bitches broke his heart? Because <laughs> weren't they the girls that <laughs> yeah, were in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, then Andrew's so not funny. really doing much. Cause yeah. It's, but basically it's Wham. Yes. Classic song. And his estate, because sadly, you know, he's no longer with us. Yeah. They must like every year that song along with Mariah Carey must be like ching, ching, ching. Oh, Mariah Carey probably tale. doesn't need to work anymore, right? Yeah. No, doesn't. No, but I like that song. I Last love Christmas. that song. I do, I, yeah, I feel like it's a, it's just, yeah, it's just a vibe. It's not like, I, I feel like Mariah Carey, like I do like it. It's just, yeah. it's not, no. When do you think you'd stop playing Christmas songs? When would you stop playing Last Christmas? Like when would you go, oh, like are you talking December? Are you talking the early January? When would you go, oh God. now enough? Oh, like day after Stevens's day, I don't want to hear Christmas songs. So you're done. Yeah, I don't want to hear them after Stevenson's Day. Yeah. I'll hear the general, like I like the ones that are, like I E17, like you know the ones yes, that are specifically. Day another day, or Spice Girls, two become one. Yes. Yeah, or Girls Aloud, Sound of the Underground. Yeah. yeah. What? Is that a Christmas? That's a Christmas song. Kimberly had a Christmas number one. She was telling us, yes. Yes. And I was like, how amazing. I'm talking to someone on Brian's Big Camp Christmas Shots that actually had a, a Christmas, Christmas number, number one. Insane, Brian. And then they got the record deal and the boys didn't. Remember we need from to the, sip to that. Remember from the, <laughs> cheers to you, Kimberly. <laughs> Christmas number one. I said it's the most un-Christmassy song. Wow. Down in the young girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going around and, and it was number one. I'm doing the dance for you as well. See that? A stunning. But, yeah, but that wasn't even a Christmas song. But S Club Seven had a Christmassy one. What was that? I again? never had a dream oh, come beautiful. true until the day that I. An ex-boyfriend of mine. He'll never hear this. I think he hates me. Anyway, he had said to me, "That song will always remind me of you." Oh, I'm Jesus. like, Ooh. "You're with someone else." Stop. Stop. He said it while he was with someone else. Yes, he always says it all the time. And then he'd come back to London on. Um, why am I saying this? Go on. He'd come back from to London on business and like, and I'd be in a relationship and like try and kiss me and stuff. I'm like, what is wrong with what? you? He's like, you're the only one that's ever made me laugh. Oh, that S Club 7 song. And I'm like, okay, bye. Why are you so obsessed with me? <laughs> why? <laughs> Might edit that out, depending on what Arthur thinks. So we might keep it in. Arthur's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So if you listen to the episode, you know it's all good. He's like, Brian, a word? A word, please. Sorry, Arthur. We know your favourite Christmas song. Last Christmas. Yeah. I'm glad you said a song that no one else has mentioned. Now, favourite Christmas movie. I'm going to I'm gonna ask you, potentially as a child, maybe, and the one now. Has it changed or has it always been this movie? Um, God, I hadn't really thought about it as a child. I'll come back to you on that. Yeah. But as an adult, The Holiday. Yeah. No one else has said this? Stop! Yes. I, Cameron I'd Diaz, watch, I would Winsett, watch Jack Black, Jude I'd, Law. I'd watch The Holiday in July. Yeah. No joke. Yeah. It is so fab. Each of the storylines, like not just the main, like I think Cameron Diaz and Jude Law are the main. Yeah. But the Kate, Kate Winslow, Jack Black and her relationship with the guy, yeah. the composer guy. Let's not ruin it for everyone if they've not watched it. <laughs> Don't give away the plot. Oh, it's just so fab. And Cameron Diaz trying to come around to the idea that like she's, she's okay to, to be in love. It's I just, know, she was afraid the- to get hurt. Oh no. <laughs> it's taking a turn, Darren. It's taking a turn. 
But also the fact that there's so much snow in that movie and you oh. go, that wouldn't normally happen. No. And that little cottage she's in and she's in the bath and her I'm sorry, and Jude no, Jude, Law. Her and Jude Law and the two little girls I when know, they're in the tent. I know. There's so many golden moments. And didn't Jude Law's wife pass? I'm giving away plot here. Didn't she pass? Yes. And that's, yes. Because Cameron Diaz thought he had a uh, girl a on the partner. side. Yes, it was of the course. I know. And then when Kate Winslet is t- teaching you the guy to... I know, the neighbour. I can't. There's too much. And, and Jack Black, when he's like, screw them, screw them, Okay, you know too much, but I don't I don't know that part, but I'm going to take it for it. They're in the video shop and they're trying to choose oh, a yes, movie. Yes. And he's like, okay, what about Jaws? He's like, Dana. <laughs> two notes, you have a villain. <laughs> she called me on a phone once, Kate Winslet. Stop. After Big Brother. Yeah. And said what? Because I had, I was on the show and I talked about how as a, a flight attendant, Kate Winslet boarded one of my flights. Stop. She was heavily pregnant with her first husband and it was her, when she had it before she had her son. <laughs> and I'm doing all the talking. And I remember the life jacket, we're doing the life jacket and I'm looking at Kate Winslet. Remember when she's in the time going, can anyone hear me? <laughs> hello, hello. And she's like this. And I'm like, to inflate your life jacket, blow gently on the whistle. And I'm like, oh my God, Kate Winslet, the tonic is looking at me. And Stop. then I was doing the drink service from the front because I was obviously up at the front. Oh my God. And she, I asked her what she wanted and she said she wanted a snack, a snack, you know, the yellow snack bar. Yeah. And I said, that's like probably 20 euro at the time by now. <laughs> she went, oh, I don't have any change. And I went, it's fine, Kate. It's on me. Oh. And I mentioned this on Big Brother and she obviously watched and heard and we spoke on the phone. What did she say? She was like, hi, how are you? Did oh she my remember God. it? Remembered it and you tried to think she said she voted and I was like, it's Oh my. But seeing her from the Titanic blowing the whistle and I'm telling people if you land in water. Iconic. With Kate Winslet. Iconic. Like. That's amazing. But I, I was like, to inflate your jacket blow on the whistle, didn't it? And then I had to go, Brian, pull it together, you're pro. <laughs> this is only Kate Winslet. You work for Ryanair, you have this. Oh my, why was she on a Ryanair flight? I don't know. I don't know either. Maybe people should message us and let us know. Why <laughs> do you think Kate Winslet was on a Ryanair flight? <laughs> um, the holiday, great as yeah. an adult. As a child, was there a go-to I movie mean, or anything? The Santa think? Claus. Yes, the original Santa yeah. Claus. Yes. Like that was amazing. Because to me, Santa to me now is Santa with the chubby face. Yes. The big white beard and the really red face. Yes. Yes. Loved that. Movie. The new age Santa is a little too sexy for me. Too sexy, too, too chiseled. Yes, I don't like that. I want no. my Santa jolly. He has to be jolly. Yeah. <laughs> Best Christmas memory. Best Christmas memory. Probably Christmas in Australia. You're going to hate it. Get out. You're going to hate it. Can we get a car for Darren to go somewhere else, please? <laughs> I'll tell you why. Yeah, no, don't tell me. Convince me why. Okay, I'll convince <laughs> you why. So my sister Alva is like my best friend in the world. And she moved to us to Sydney. And I was devastated when she moved. Because we just were best pals. We would tell each other everything. We were just, we're so, we're really similar in ways, different in others. Like our sister Avian's like a swan. Like she's just, you know Avian, my sister. Yeah. Yes. Wasn't she in First City? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Stunning. Swan. And uh, like Harping never... her sister. What? Harping her sister. I'm, it is tough, right? Like, I hear it's you. It's tough going. Like, hello, Cinderella. When the, like, literally Cinderella. And when the comparisons come in, I'm like, I'm, no, but I'm not even trying to compete. Okay? There's no I'm point. There's no point. I hear you. There's no point. There's no point. I get it. You know? So Alvin and I were always in that boat together. And Avian's like, Avian could eat um, like full on pancakes for breakfast dirty sandwich for lunch and a burger and chips for dinner. Not Gator Pound. Yeah, Alva and I hate struggle. Yeah. Struggled. Life's Always a struggle. Did. Take a sip. <laughs> it's about balance, babe. Balance. So we just, we're our chums in that way. Love Avian. Like we're all the best okay, of friends. Okay, we get it. You hate her. Move on. 
Fabian, please don't listen to this. And <laughs> she's the one encouraging this chat, not me. What do you hate most about her? <laughs> so, Alba moved to Australia. I just missed her so much. So, so much. So we said, look, let's go to Australia for Christmas. So we flew over uh, to get the two flights. So my mom was like, the key is, right? You, you down the red wine on the first flight and you fucking conk on the second. Sensible. <laughs> right. Good old Irish so mother. So I had like four bottles of this. And you know where those small ones get you lit? Yeah, because you know, as, as an ex-flight oh, geez, attendant. Oh, you haven't mentioned. Go on. Let me tell you. I'll mention it again. <laughs> One in the air is two on the ground. Oh yeah. You had eight drinks on a flight. So I had four bottles of wine on the first flight and I was like, grand, I'll conk on the second. Got onto the second. Couldn't fall asleep. So I had another like two (gasps) bottles, right? So I- ringing Betty Ford. I'm just going to text her. You continue your story. (laughs) So I eventually got to sleep, but only for about two hours. Woke up absolutely dying. Yeah, it's a long flight to die on, babe. I was dying. I arrive into arrivals. Now bear in mind, it's the depths of December, so I'm so pale. No bit of colour. 24 hours later. Black teeth. <laughs> from the red wine. <laughs> like smudged. So yeah, I it's not a good look. Arrivals, I'm like, oh, how are you getting on? She's like, Darren. <laughs> what happened to you? Did someone strike you on the plane? <laughs> so anyway, we arrived in Sydney. We went and we like got this fab apartment um, near Coogee Bay, which is like a walk to kind of Bondi. There's like a Coogee oh, to Bondi walk. Yeah, fab. So we just had the best time. We were three weeks there, like, and I would, I'm always really busy. Like I've always been busy over the past few years. So I just had three touch weeks wood, to touch do. Touch the wood, touch, touch the wood, wood touch the, the table. Touch yeah. Jesus, right, okay. And uh, yeah, so it was just three weeks of just having the absolute crack Christmas day. My mom did full on Christmas dinner in our apartment. Go, go her in the yeah. heat. Yeah. So we had that and uh, went down to the beach, New Year's Eve on Sydney Harbour. Like it was just fab and just to be with Alva and, and you know what? It was as well because so my parents had a really rough time during the recession. Really rough time. They they had a con- construction company for 26 years and yeah. they packed it in. They oh, just wow. went into voluntary liquidation. They were like, no, can't do it. Yeah. So it was about two. So that first Christmas of them closing their company was horrendous. So this was about two years later when things were kind of looking okay Picking again. Up and yes. getting better, yeah. yeah. So it was just, I think that was more part of it. It was like, this is what life it's okay. is about. We're yeah. okay. We're here with Alva. So that, I think that's why it meant so much. Do you know what? You've convinced me, but do you know why you've convinced me? Because it's about family. Oh, drink. Take a sip. <laughs> it's about that. You went for family. I did. I went for heart. You went for heart. I don't go for commercial shit. No. You know what I mean? You made a show yourself on the plane. Let's park that. Let's park. You may have an issue with alcohol abuse. That, let's park that. How many times are you going to say that on the podcast? We'll edit some of it out. <laughs> <laughs> Stop projecting. <laughs> so tell me, if that's your best Christmas memory. Yes. What would your worst Christmas memory be? And I hope it's nothing too sad. No, it's not. And that's what I was saying to you earlier on, that I feel like I've been very lucky. Yeah. Now, I will say, I think this Christmas is going to be quite sad because my, my granddad died about eight weeks ago. Oh, sorry to hear that. Yeah. So my mom's dad, uh, he was 95, had an Good amazing age. life. Good age. Um, teetotaler. Uh, but That's that the key. Never stopped the, the crack though. So yeah. he played traditional Irish music and uh, nine times All-Ireland champion on the concertina. Wow. So he's big in the trad music world. Yeah. And so it was really sad because his, obviously his funeral was during COVID. So That's w- tough because of the restrictions. This is the thing. People don't get the send off they deserve. He would have had a massive send off. Of course. So there was a, you know, there was a special about him on Radio 1 after he died. Wow. And uh, so yeah, we only had 50 people. So, yeah. so that was, and that's really recent. So I'd say this Christmas will be tough for my mom. Yeah, of course. And we've actually discovered that this Christmas, it's Christmas Day is only going to be my mom, dad and me. 
because oh, my sisters wow. are going to be with their husband's yeah, family it's just the way it's fallen yeah, it's just, you can't yeah, yeah. so I was kind of like to mom because my mom I know will be because we would always have Nana and Grandad for dinner Yeah. so I was like mom okay we need to just have a schedule I was like we'll wake up in the morning have a little cry Yeah. we'll do the Christmas day swim we'll come home have we'll do our YouTube. <laughs> I was like another little cry yeah. let me see now where are we one yeah, o'clock exactly. yeah another cry Perfect. Yeah. Um, and then I was like and then around the time that Nana and Grandad would be arriving another little cry and then we'll have the dinner and just have a few drinks and just chill yeah you know, we don't want too much sadness. Anyway, back to the one that was bad. So I had done my leaving cert in June and I knew, and it was weird because like everyone was talking about the recession and how construction was screwed. So I kept kind of being like, Daddy, you, you okay? okay. Like, yeah. And he kept convincing me, oh, we'll be fine, we'll be fine. Because they were kind of middle of the road. Like they, he wasn't just someone who, he, he wasn't doing really small jobs or really massive jobs. It was middle of the road. But also like his stuff. optimism going, we'll be fine. Yes. We're thinking positive. Yeah. But now I know that they were tr- kind of trying to hide it from me because yeah. I had my leave in certain stuff. So they kind of held out. And then just before Christmas, they decided, OK, we're going to we're going to pack it. in. And it was like their baby, like 26 years. It was all they knew. So it's also it's their livelihood. It yeah. Paid for the home that you live in, provided yeah. you with everything you have. Yeah. So that Christmas was really, really hard because my mom, like they worked together. And uh, my, my, my dad would be very much bigger picture person, able to go, OK, let's make another plan. Whereas mm. my mom would be very different she'd be like oh god this is the worst thing what are people gonna say she's a bit like me yeah 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 <laughs> or just like oh yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. um so it, my, it was really like every day was kind of even like christmas day and my mom she just was really down and sad about it and, and trying to lift her up and like for that to be the hardest christmas we've had i, I again feel really lucky yeah um because it's not it's not been yet i know this christmas it will feel like there's a, someone missing at the table yeah but uh Yes, so far, like, so good. I think, like, for your mom this Christmas, it'll be a different Christmas for her. Yeah. But I do think when she has the love and support of her family, yeah. and it's okay to have a little cry, yeah. and then have a glass of something you like, and yeah. then have 20 bags of tato. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And watch the holiday on repeat. Exactly. Tell me, what is the most... I love this question because it's so shallow. A bit like me. What is the most extravagant gift you've ever been given or you've ever purchased or maybe even a present you got that maybe you're a bit disappointed in or something you didn't like going the other way well my dad is actually pretty terrible at Christmas presents every Christmas Eve he'll go to Ennis Diamond which is down the road from where we are in Clare and get the most random stuff um, but you kind of it becomes a thing now that you kind it's of expect it <laughs> you kind yeah. of expect it or it'll be like a random like it'll be like a portable charger for your phone because like you're always on your phone sensible <laughs> safe but one sensible year he got me like a port- it was like a three it was a three in one job Brian oh, nice. it was a portable charger for my phone a mirror oh, you look with like a little you? ring light on it <laughs> well he needs to buy something for me to me that seems amazing I'm like so random or you'll get a book that's like you're like thanks dad what's this book about it's in German dad I don't speak nine nine Darren okay <laughs> but it's become a thing so you kind of expect it apart from that like I Brian I kind of shock myself a bit I don't have I don't have a Chanel I don't have a Gucci get I don't out. want it get out, get get out. out. <laughs> look I could almost forgive South Africa <laughs> Australia bullshit but the no bag thing I'm gonna grab my new Gucci bag tote and I'm going to leave the reason I said that is because I'm reading the room yeah. I feel like- <laughs> she looks at, there's a Louis there there's a Gucci here okay they're in the room don't you dare shame me you fell for it it's amazing but no I'm I- predictable <laughs> I don't um, bestow 
nice things upon oneself? No, I actually don't. Right. Why? I just don't really have much, I don't have much weight in it. Like, if someone gave me, like, a Gucci, I'd be like, oh yes. my God, insane. Yes. But I, I would feel weird about going in and buying one myself. I don't know. I'm not trying to shame you. Honestly, I'm not. That's why you get married and they do it for you. Oh, is that what, is that what you do? Remember the time when Conor McGregor <laughs> brought all his family in and all his sisters into Brown Thomas yeah. when it was closed. Oh my God, yeah. And I have, like, six sisters. My sister's like, my sister's like, he can do that. Why can't you? Why can't we go in there? I'm like, I was on Big Brother 40 years ago. Can you give me a fucking break? I am doing my best. He's worth a hundred trillion pounds. Stop. They're like, yeah, well, Connor brought his sisters into Brown Thomas. <laughs> you need to get into UFC, right? Could you see me do it? I, I think there's, why don't we start like at the gay UFC? Okay, well, who am I going to go up against? James Patrice? I'll slap that bitch down. Come on. Please. You know. Let's make it. It's on. Who would you put your money on? Me or James Patrice in a battle to the death? I think James Patrice. I'm sorry. I'm what? sorry, Brian. I okay, just... two things about me. I'm vicious. <laughs> I'm nasty. I have six sisters. I will pull every hair off his head and balls if he comes near me. <laughs> I fight dirty. I'm sorry, I forgot you have that many sisters. That yeah. actually, that gives you a lot of strength. Doesn't it? Mm. Mentally, physically, emotionally. Forget two become one, six, seven become one. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to buy tickets. And James, if you're listening to this, I am only joking. Please don't fight me. <laughs> Nativity plays oh. as a child. Oh, wait for it. Oh, what be the Virgin Mary? So my sister, Avi. Of course, what was she, the Virgin take, Mary? <laughs> take a wild guess. The Virgin Mary. Oh, surprise, surprise, Darren. Swan. Yeah. the stage. Blue veil. Stunning. Yeah. Angelic. Stunning. Halo. Dubs. Halo. Like long locks. Yeah. Everyone was like, who does her hair? She's yeah. like five. Is she wearing a wig? And they're like, no, it's her own hair. Yeah. Curly blow dry. She was like, Kerastas, hon. Yeah. Hashtag ad. <laughs> My sister Alba. Swans into school. Oh, hey, my sister. Da, da, da. Virgin Mary. Oh, nice. Virgin Mary. Oh, my God, yeah. I can see. So yeah. it runs in the family. Yeah. Oh, you, you would think. Oh. Into school, I rock. All mm. girls school. Who oh, am no. I cast as? Now, bear in mind, I was probably six years old and eight stone. <laughs> Oh, are you you going to say the donkey? I mean, I'm not, I'm actually, curveball, I was Joseph. Okay, (laughs) hang on, listen here. Do you know what that to me shows? That shows determination (laughs) in the face of, help me here, I'm struggling. Good for you. And for any child listening here, if you get cast as Joseph, you'd win an Oscar for that now. If you were a woman playing a man from the Bible, you'd win a feckin' Oscar. (laughs) Yes. Did they stick a beard on you? Oh, full on beard. Oh, girl. <laughs> Arthur's having a, a panic attack. Yeah, he doesn't even drink, so we'll take a sip <laughs> for him. We'll take a sip for Arthur. And were you raging? Well, do you know what? My parents were very good. They painted it in a really good way. They were like, dad's a carpenter. Yes. Dad's a carpenter. Your mother's a virgin. <laughs> <laughs> it's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. So uh, they were like, you know, you got the skills. You put on that it's beard. In your blood. You get out there. Quick question. When are you going to take off the beard? <laughs> just, 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 just. That? Just I was doing my makeup today. Literally today. And I was like, I have a full blown tash. What, the, what is I'm, happening look, here? Hashtag just saying. I need to get it done. What were your sisters thinking when you were cast as Joseph? <laughs> they're like, are you having a laugh? They were supportive as well. They were like, they're in, different. <laughs> <laughs> different is good. 
Did you have many lines? That's a lot of pressure oh, on a joking. kid. Joseph has a lot of lines. Yeah. Joseph is an integral role. That's a lot of, that's a, and also it's, it's tricky for Joseph because <laughs> she's pregnant and he's not the dad. Like, there's a lot sorry, going on here. Sorry, there's a lot of a Were you baggage. method? There's a, lot, there's a lot of baggage. Were you method? I was method. I was like, okay. I was judging the, the person playing Mary. So, so, like, uh, Jesus' dad is God. Yeah. And Sorry, who is Joseph? If that doesn't give Joseph a complex, what the hell does? I know. It's Do you know tough. what I mean? I'm in the zone now. I feel like I'm back there. And also, Mary's a liar. Ish, allegedly let's say allegedly in case she's listening allegedly, Mary if you are listening cool. this is nothing to do with me tell us your your hopes your plans apart from hair removal uh, <laughs> <laughs> I need to actually can you see a tash on me right now no you can't. no I feel like you can't you kind of can't Arthur's like no you can't <laughs> so tell us your hopes your plans your tash. wishes for 2021 get my tash threaded <laughs> Hopes, plans, wishes. I hope to God that the vaccine yes. is, vi- is widespread. widespread. Is widespread. It's that German book your dad got you. <laughs> I hope that we have access to the vaccine fairly early on in the year. Right? How early are you hoping? I don't know. Look, Brian, don't burst my bubble. Please sorry, now. Sorry. So <laughs> I, sorry. I hope that. Look it. I will never, ever take travel for granted again. I used to be like, ah, it's grand. I'll go. Ah whatever I'll book holiday whenever like now I'm going to be full on like in the diary this amount of holidays per year gigs I'm not going to just be like ah Michael get the gigs in the diary go actually my very last gig that I went to before COVID I'm actually glad that it was my last one it was a 90s throwback gig in 3 Arena Nelly oh yeah Uh, who else who else there with a drinking red wine Snoop Dogg Snoop like it was full on like so I'm glad that that was my last one went out with a bang what else do I hope for I hope that 2020, and I don't mean this, this is going to sound cliche and cringe, but I, I do hope that it has taught us. I, I actually, I interviewed uh, Professor Luke O'Neill on my podcast. Oh, wow. And I asked him about the long-term like mental effect that COVID is going to have on all of us. Mm. He was like, I think it's going to be pretty bad. Really? Just in terms of PTSD and like, yeah. just... People's mental health, if they're struggling now. Yeah. The and the way it's just that. stunted, you know, our growth in every way, whether it's emotionally, physically, like socially. Financially, potentially financially, for some people, yes. You know, and, and even like we were chatting to Lyra on the breakfast show this morning. This was definitely going to be her year. You yeah. know, when you know someone's on the cusp of yeah, like being superstardom, it, yeah. And she's like, oh, she just hasn't, hasn't been able to do anything. It's just so soul destroying. So that, and that's only in one industry. So I just hope this year has taught us all to just grasp stuff. And I hope to, to do that next year. And I, I feel like I've, I'm kind of good at that generally anyway, just going for stuff and not being too afraid to throw myself into things. But I want to even more so next year. Um, and I think this year has taught us just how important family are and to stay in touch and to be around family as much as you can. Like my sister had a baby in August, so she was in the peak. Like he could only, her husband Roy could only be there for the delivery suite and all the important scans he couldn't be there for. Yeah. Like just all of these stories that people and have. And isn't it ridiculous when that's her husband? They're in the same house together and they, they're yeah. together, they're yeah. intimate, they're in a bubble together. Yeah. It's so weird. And that was during when you could have like five people in your household. Yeah. Like, what? So, yeah, yeah. stressful. And uh, yeah, so I just I want to spend more time with family, uh, throw myself into work, plan holidays, plan gigs, and just live life to the full. What a great way to end it. Live life to the full. Dieran, thank you so much and happy Christmas. I'm so sad this is over. I was having so much fun. Can we still drink the bubbles? Let's drink the bubbles. Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas! Happy Christmas!